Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, I'm Claire Mutimer. And I'm Susie Coulson. Welcome to The Backstory. In each episode, we'll be hearing about an experience that has happened to someone that shaped who they are. 30 minutes that remind us that everyone's dealing with something. So we're a documentary podcast. A doctor Except you made that word up. This is the last in our stretch of episodes looking at people whose job it is to help others. And this being New Year. Is it still New Year? I never know when to stop wishing people Happy New Year. Yeah, true. It's always a bit tricky, that, isn't it? You know, it's definitely the time of diets, dry January, box fresh trainers and new gym memberships. So we couldn't let it go by without including something about getting fit. But of course, we live in funny times. We know how important it is to be healthy. But so often when people talk about being healthy and getting fit, I kind of feel like what they're really talking about is just trying to look a certain way. Commenting on someone's weight is often dressed up as concern about their health, but sometimes it's just thinly disguised body shaming. But we do all want to look after ourselves and we want to look good. So with those contradictions on her mind, Susie broke form and headed to the gym, fueled by Christmas cake. I did, and it was pretty delicious. I went to meet Ollie and Zane, their personal trainers who've taken a leap of faith and set up a new business, Kennedy's Health and Fitness in Aylsham, a town close to us in North Norfolk. They're all about helping people to get fit. Slight trigger warning in that we are going to be talking about eating disorders and also some mental health stuff. So if you feel it's not for you, then perhaps skip this one. This is Ollie and Zane. We're doing a little season at the moment about people whose job it is to help others. And at this time of year, this is something that we're all thinking about, something we're all aware that we should be doing. Can you think of, do you have like an event or an experience um, in your professional lives that you would like to tell us about? Yes, I think Ollie's going to go first on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thank you. Right. Nice stitch up there. <laughs> so about three, four years ago, suffering with mental health issues. Rock bottom, lost my job, everything wasn't going too great. Okay. But always had this understanding that exercise obviously had good influences yeah. on the brain okay. and the body. We sort of used that just to take me out of my headspace, realising no matter how bad things were, when you're in those those moments of like self-talk and self-judgment, I'm yeah. not good enough, blah, blah, blah. I realized just got to get up and get moving. 
Okay. Uh, and that was huge. That sort of shifted everything. And then, then it come back, you know, you come back, things still, you know, your outside experience, not great. There's this moment in meditation where you sort of hit a sp- still spot where you just observe your thoughts and calm down. And I thought, if I can get to this state of almost like uh, calmness and peace just by sitting there, closing my eyes, observing my thoughts over and over again. And then that sort of made you realise, ah, well, no matter what, no matter how bad things are and how things aren't going my way at the moment, there's always a still spot within you yeah. that can, yeah, come and be peaceful and just enjoy it. Uh, and with that, that sort of shift things, that's when you can start building momentum. Um, you start taking more action, just do one thing, uh, one thing that might be better than the day before. Yeah. And then you start building that momentum. One of my theories is that people have got a tendency to try and change everything in one go and kind of go hell for leather. You know, New Year's being a great example <laughs> that people think they're going to change their habits overnight. You'd had a kind of a struggle in your own life and it was the experience that you had through your personal training awareness that kind of got you moving out of that you kind of applied those skills to yourself yes okay yeah if a bit deep i lost a friend through depression oh um, sorry no that's that's cool but that's almost like what triggered me to educate myself on mental health so do you mind me asking about your friend uh so i was with him with him the whole day before he so before it happened with him in the in the pub actually having a great time on face value uh, and then unfortunately the next day got a message through that he committed suicide uh and this is sort of what triggered because i was with him the whole day so on face value he looked totally fine just Mm. having the conversations like we do and that's kind of like what and this is about four or five years ago there wasn't as much uh, awareness on it then i think which is great it's a lot more awareness on it now and then about three years ago that's what when went through a bad situation and experiences and those low not feeling good enough and everything started kicking in yeah uh, yeah well i think for me one of the big things that gives me structure you won't see us on this but ollie is more of an athletic build i've got a bigger build i use weights and learning routines and things like that to give me structure i think one of the things you learn very quickly is most people have had a very bad experience with mental health that they all suffer from. For myself, I went through depression. Um, I lost my dad about three, nearly four years ago. Beforehand, losing somebody so close, you don't really understand what that means. And going through that, there was all these new thoughts, emotions, everything coming through that I didn't quite know how to deal with. Being young and losing your dad, it's not what life prepares you for. I ended up in the state of depression. Being a guy as well, you feel that you have to hold it all in. You can't really openly talk about how you're feeling what helped me was going to the gym bits and pieces of structure that helped sort of put my life back together do you think one of the things about a gym is it's one of those places where you go and you turn up and you see real people everybody's behind a screen nowadays that social dynamic is very important i had a young girl come to us and um, she was suffering with depression and she was only 16 17 okay it was very difficult because you don't know sometimes how to approach it especially 
from our point of view as personal trainers because I think the reality is you're not a personal trainer in fitness. You are therapists. You are helping people to deal with issues that you don't even know. They have some really deep issues that people have to deal with. And what's really great about the profession that we're in is that we've got a great tool to change people's lives. We worked really hard together. You find that when people need something to talk to or talk about, you can be there as much as you can in a capacity. In three months, she came off antidepressants. She felt a lot better about herself. Beyond the aesthetic, that's what matters most. It's not about what you look like on the outside. It's more what happens on the inside because that's what you as a person has to deal with. Okay, so we've made some programs with um, people who are struggling with eating disorders. And one of the things that I learned as part of those programs was that um, exercise can be part of the disorder, that for some people there's that compulsion to exercise. And I wonder whether you whether that's something you've come across or kind of how you might handle that. Ollie, I'll go with those first and I'll pass over yeah, to you. Yeah. Especially <clears throat> in recent times, social media is such a huge thing. Yeah. Instagram, you've got good-looking people with great bodies posting pictures up all over the place. It's become what magazines used to be with all the models and everything in them and now it's just more around fitness and what people see is what they want to look like because it can be a lifestyle half of the half the people on instagram make a living out of posting pictures themselves but when people come here that's how the hardest part is the is the is your eating i had a big slice of christmas cake before i turned up i've just i feel like i've got to put that out oh that's okay we get you doing burpees after this burn it off (laughs) (laughs) it does take a lot of hard work and time yeah through exercise, through changing your how you eat to look or be at the point you want to be. And some people find that really difficult, which is really understandable. Yeah. Because they might have enough going on in their life that that little bit is just too much. We've got this thing in our mind that it's always, it's when you're on, and it's always feel you're not good enough, you're not good enough. Yeah. And it's just doing those little things one day at a time. One little thing could be tiny could be tiny but it just creates that little shift there's this there is this misconception around that when people want to be healthy and make changes you have to do all these drastic things like a diet i've had so many people who have come to us and talked to us about diets and what they put themselves through on a on a nutrition and physical level is mm. just you just can't understand how you, why you do that to yourself but at the same time when you take a step back and think about what people want we live in a world where everybody wants everything now 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 and how you look unfortunately and how you feel all coincide with working out and fitness and that process is takes a lot longer than people would like and then you have people throwing these diets in that all they want to do is make a quick buck because they don't care about the person that's doing it if you're a young person you see people the same age looking a lot better than you do or if you're a lot older, you see people in great shape and you're not feeling great about yourself. You've got all these things out in front of you that make life really, really hard. Yeah. And a shortcut to make it easier on yourself, it's understandable why people do it. But at the end of the day, what they're doing to themselves is not worth it. Two years to 18 months ago, I had a, um, an office job while we were getting all this sorted out. It was a very young company. So all the, all the ladies that were there, all the women that were there were within the early 20s and there was some drastic diet that they were doing and I think there was a group of them that were eating sachets and mixing that with water and that's what they all they had and yes they lost a lot of weight not unsurprisingly if you're not eating any solid food but because of these rash diets and how they how your body reacts to them 
you become more agitated, you get grumpy, your mind starts to be very negative because your body what it wants is, is food and solid food at that. You got all these diets, all these books, recipe books, everything coming through. And I think there is this urge that people have that they have to do everything now, now, now. Yeah. Especially coming into the new year where yeah. it's that it's that time of year where everybody does something. It's a new year resolution. It's been going on for many, many decades. My view is you can't change that stuff overnight. You've just got to do it in stages. You're going to slip up every once in a while because that's what people do. It takes 21 days to break a habit. It takes 90 days to create a lifestyle. Okay. So to put those figures into your mind, how long that takes to continually do something. So if you're going to get into, if you're going to try and adopt a new lifestyle, you've got to give it a good three months to bed in. It's a balance between discipline and forgiving yourself as well when you do make those bad choices. So just to kind of round things off, I feel like we've slightly put the notion of a resolution to bed. <laughs> <laughs> but given, given that it's January, given that we're all trying to kind of make some improvements, what would you say is the biggest single improvement that somebody, like just one thing that we could all do? Find something you enjoy that involves movement. Okay. Simple. I like yeah. that. And it can be anything. Okay. So my reluctance to exercise doesn't cut the mustard <laughs> well i think my tip would be is to put something into your routine just add something to your routine but because by doing that you're going to carry it on yeah you're going to carry on doing so you know that every wednesday at seven i'm going with the girls and we're doing zumba for example yeah or every sunday at 10 o'clock you go for a, a bike ride yeah adding something into your routine makes everything so much easier because it just becomes part of your day part of your life you know we all get up in the morning at a certain time, go to work, start at a certain time, finish work at a certain time. Yeah. You know that you have dinner at a certain time, your favourite show is on at a certain time. You are Mr. Structure, aren't you? <laughs> you are absolute Mr. Structure. I like it. Well, I stru get structure that. helps. I think, yeah. I, think that's, I think that's a huge thing is structure and routine, everybody does it. Everybody yeah. gets up in the morning, goes to work, and m majority of people, their lives are run by their routine. Yeah. Small steps is what will work. Small steps, I can do that. <laughs> you know, you go to a gym, it's a social environment. I think creating a place where you can go and feel comfortable with and finding people that you can talk to. I got a very good piece of advice. There are two types of people in the world. They're drains and they're radiators. So pick who you want in your life and you'll feel either the, the drain of your, all your energy or you'll feel that radiant of the light and positive energy coming towards you. Right. Philosophical. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Smooth. So Susie, how was the Christmas cake? It was bloody gorgeous, though I say so myself. You made it. I made it. I fed it with half a bottle of whiskey and then I consumed quite a lot of it. So yeah, I definitely wasn't feeling my best self when I turned up to meet Ollie and Zane. <laughs> Let's um, jump in at the deep end because you asked them about the role of exercise in eating disorders, didn't you? Yeah, I did. Because if you remember, we did our episode a while ago with Hope Virgo, who has experienced anorexia. And part of her illness was excessive exercise. And part of her recovery was managing that compulsion to exercise. Yeah. It was something that I hadn't previously realized could be part of an eating disorder. And I do feel really strongly that often when people are talking about health, what they're really talking about is body image. There's a whole world out there about body positivity, which calls out this sort of fat shaming, you know, which is really just sort of masquerading as concern. Lots of great bloggers. There's a woman called Marilyn Wan. 
another one, Marianne Kirby, and they basically write about this far more eloquently than I can put it. So they're definitely worth a look if you're interested and we'll put some links in the show notes. So what we need is to somehow talk about like health and fitness in a way that feels positive rather than shaming. Yeah, I think we do. I think whatever you do, it needs to come from a place of self-love. Sorry, there's just absolutely no way of saying this that doesn't sound completely corny. But I know that when I wanted to make changes, which, you know, is basically a very polite way of saying that I wanted to lose weight, I started off by just looking after myself overall, you know, using like nice body lotion and drinking water, that kind of thing. And then when I started to feel the love, I felt a bit more able to tackle things like my serious Twix habit. So I think it's a good place to start. I don't think that shaming anybody, making anybody feel bad about themselves is ever going to accomplish much. No, definitely not. We've also been talking about whether to comment on someone's weight loss. Yeah, that's a hard one, isn't it? What do you think about that? Yeah, it's a bit tricky. I got fitter and lost some weight doing Joe Wicks last year. And then I've sort of carried on with the exercises and I've just got a bit more strict again after Christmas. And I always feel a bit uncomfortable about people looking at me like really carefully and saying stuff like, wow, you've lost weight because... One, I'm not like madly keen on people scrutinise me and I'm still not at a weight I really want to be at. And if I put it back on again, it's like confirmation that they really thought I was fat before, isn't it? However, it is great to have all your hard work acknowledged. Plus, I think the reason that this way of life with Joe Wicks worked better than some previous diets for me was because of the workouts. The focus wasn't on diet but it was about getting fit and healthier and again the focus didn't feel like just getting thin but getting fit having some muscle definition maybe one day so I think when people say stuff like wow you're looking great or fit or healthy then that's perhaps better than hey wow you've lost a ton of weight yeah it definitely helped me to stay motivated honestly I think as ever on back chat no easy answers there we have absolutely no wisdom to <laughs> impart whatever you say or whatever I say I'll probably get it wrong anyway so Ollie and Zane also talked about using exercise to help their mental health didn't they do you do you know anyone who manages their mental health with exercise I do actually yeah I know a couple of blokes who do a lot of running and I think that really helps them yeah and of course Tim McKenna a previous episode um, mindfulness on wheels he uses cycling to help with his bipolar okay so on to our podcast recommendation for this week Susie um what have you got for us well one of the best things about Christmas and New Year is that you get all those lists about the best podcasts of the year so you get to discover a whole load that you hadn't heard about yeah and we're still waiting to get on those lists yeah we are (laughs) okay well moving on my recommendation this week is called Addicted to Sex which is a podcast made by the BBC oh doesn't sound very BBC no but it's not as light-hearted as it sounds it's looking at sex addiction and whether it's really a thing, whether it really exists. There are six episodes and they're all available now. Well worth a listen. So Susie, are you trying to tell me something? Yeah, sex addiction, absolutely. Come on, you're talking to a perimenopausal sandwich generation mother of three. I think my only addictions are slippers and... And Christmas cake? Yeah, pretty much, although I'm happy to say that it's all gone. Okay, should we end it there before this really goes downhill? Yes, that's it from us for a while, but we'll be back in just a few weeks' time with a fantastic new season. Next season is going to focus on justice for a family member, and it will feature Lee, who has sought justice for his mother, who was shot in her home in Brixton by the police in 1985, and Penny, who went in search for her brother's killer years after his murder in 1978. So do make sure you're subscribed so that they will download for free in a few weeks' time. Thanks so much for listening. 
2019 is our year of being a bit more on it with keeping in touch. So we'll be asking for your thoughts on Facebook. Please let us know what you think about past episodes, what questions matter to you, and just generally keep us posted about your thoughts. We'd love to hear from you. Bye for now. Bye. We are The Backstory Podcast on Facebook and Instagram, at The Backstory Pod on Twitter. Search for The Backstory with Claire and Susie in your podcast directory. For sponsorship opportunities, or if you'd like to take part in a show, please contact hello at thebackstorypodcast.co.uk. The Backstory Podcast is produced by Tin Shared Productions. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.